0: what's up it's your boy D-Lo once again giving y'all another episode of D-Lo Speaks and I want to thank y'all for tuning in what's up y'all so I'm back with another episode this is episode six of D-Lo Speaks and I'm just going to go ahead and y'all know the deal Get right on into it. So, in earlier news of this week, y'all know that um, DJ Khaled just dropped an album. And let's just say, I gave the album a listen. And I wasn't that much impressed. I wasn't impressed about the album. And I think that it was kind of expected... Only because of the hype that he was giving it. Like, I mean, DJ Khaled is already a hype person anyway. But he... he, Like, he was, like, hyping this album much more than he was in the other one. Now, I really only have a top five off of this album. And that was the um, Scissor Joint, the Big Sean Joint... The Jeezy and Rick Ross joint, the Nas joint, and the Nipsey Hussle and John Legend joint. Them the only songs that I really like off that album. And I felt like DJ Khaled kind of like rushed and threw this album together to put it out as if people were anticipating it. But I don't think that no one was anticipating the album I just think that everybody was like, "Okay, Cali about to drop another album. Let's see who all he' gonna put on it, and let's see how it goes." In my opinion, I think that Major Key was way better than Father of a Side. Like this album didn't do it for me, and for the uh, like the length of time he been hyping this album, I expected more. Um. But, of course, y'all know that he lost the number one spot um, by Tyler, the creator album, Igor. And I listened to that album, too. Now, I'm not a big um, Tyler, the creator fan, but I listened to the album. And sonically, I think that that one is better. Um, I mean, it's kind of different when it comes to a beat choice and thought process but I mean of course that's going to be different when you don't have um multiple people on the album you know like how Khaled had but I think that well number one let's just start by saying Khaled is a producer not a rapper so I mean of course he could be a producer and be like you know what I think so and so would sound good on this record but it's up to that artist to put in that work to like really give us that, you know, that like mm, you know this is this that song right here, but that that Kali album didn't do that for me. Not this time. Now, if it was like major key, then it could have been like a debatable situation. But this one, nah. And grateful that one that album was good too, but. I didn't really care too much for that album either. Like I think like when it started getting closer to the end, that's when it started getting boring. But Tyler the Creator album, you know, it's pretty dope. It was a couple of songs on there that I like. Um I'm going to have to go back and listen to it so that I could um you know, so that I could get my full ending results on what songs that I really like, but I I think that his album was way better than Khaled's. Um, And the tantrum that Khaled threw because he lost that number one spot. Well, he didn't even get it, but he lost to him. I think that that was kind of corny that he got mad thinking that his album was supposed to hit number one. No. In, In my opinion, the only song off that album that I feel like we get more radio play is The Scissor Joint. And that's because they sampled um Outcast song. And when everybody hit that beat, it's a nostalgic moment. Everybody gonna be like, you know what? I think I'm gonna dig this track. And then when Scissor jumped on it, it was like, okay, whoa, this is a different approach. So, of course, people gonna like that song more. And I think that, I guess, DJ Khaled felt like All his songs on the album was like... Well, shoot. If I can hear people playing my album in the car... It's supposed to be number one. But no. That's not true. You have to make sure that your artist put in that work. And him being a producer... Of course, he would have that ear... For whether somebody needs to change something... Or certain things that a person is supposed to say on a record. But at the end of the day you can't get mad at Tyler for winning and basically I'm sure a lot of y'all heard the video when he made the comment that who wants to really hear somebody's album you know that's something mysterious like how you sound why would you make a comment like that because you lost but then make it seem like oh I ain't got no problem with him Excuse me. You don't have a problem with him. But you out here throwing a whole hissy fit. Cause you lost. Now, let's go back some a couple of months. And y'all know I was about to take it there. But why didn't y'all give Khaled this same energy that y'all gave Nikki when she spoke on the fact that? Travis Scott album got number one. And that's because they didn't count her first week sales. Now, the situations may be different. But they're similar. And, um... Well, put it like this. The situation is similar. Their actions were different. Khaled threw a whole hissy fit. Nikki didn't throw a hissy fit. Nikki was basically letting y'all know what they did to her at that moment when the albums dropped and that was not count her first week sales now if an artist put in work an artist trying to create a, a good body of work to give the listeners and the minute she drop it people don't want to count her first week sales out of whatever reason who knows personal reasons that's pretty much what it was how could you get mad at her and not want to count her her first week sales knowing that her album would have been number one but y'all didn't want her to have a number one because y'all knew she was going to have a number one Queen was highly anticipated and y'all can't say that it wasn't because she was on a hiatus and then she dropped Chun-Li and look how, how much numbers that did but at the end of the day when these artists do albums and singles and different things like that y'all have to understand the process that they go through now I'm not the type of person who was all big on sales and streaming and all of that other stuff because I'm the type person I like what I like and I like certain artists I like certain music and I just appreciate what they put out I never looked at the sales I never looked at the streaming and I still don't because for one when it comes to certain stuff like that I don't quite understand it And it's not that I can't understand it It's just that I don't care to understand it Because why should I have to look at the numbers Or look at how much copies they sell Or sold Just to like make myself happy No, I make myself happy by listening to the album Figuring out which song I like And I go from there. Like, I'm not about to bring out this whole notebook full of procedures I need to follow when it comes to streaming. No, I'm not about to do that. That's just extra. And I think that Khaled just was kind of shamed because he didn't get a number one album. Let it go. And that's what people need to realize. They sitting here. Relying on streams, relying on who played what, like, let it go. Give us a good body of work and stop trying to be popular. Create something good and put it out. And which leads to my next, um, which leads to my next topic that I want to speak on, because it kind of plays, you know, hand in hand. With DJ Khaled throwing his temper tantrum. And I was on Twitter yesterday. And um... And T-Pain made a post. That basically said like... One day we'll get back to the music. When the popularity contest gets old. And at this point. The numbers only have meaning. To the people that don't know. How much they're being fabricated. Understandable though. It's a game. Someone has to get played. Now... I'm surprised that a lot of people, mainly hip-hop heads or whatever the case is, I'm surprised that they didn't pick up this tweet and talked about it. And for me, musically, that tweet needed to be made by somebody. And T-Pain was that somebody. And a lot of people need to talk about this specific tweet because people are getting in the music industry now and they're only getting here and being praised because they're popular you cannot expect to be held to the higher standard or the higher respect that these other artists are being held to because you're popular and I'm sure people probably would get on here and be like Well, you know, I'm listening to this podcast and he always has something to say about Cardi B and all this other stuff. But when it comes to females, let's not forget that the industry always mentions Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Why can't y'all leave Nicki name out of stuff? And that's because y'all know that y'all respect her to a higher standard. But y'all want to put somebody who's popular and haven't been giving us the best of... Um, body of work y'all want to put her up against Nikki and then get mad when somebody speak the truth now y'all know Cardi is popular of course when Nikki came out she was popular, Drake was popular Wayne was popular at some point all artists get popular but it's a difference when you're popular and actually an artist giving good body of work and putting in work Versus being popular. And being popular is the only thing that people really gravitate to. And y'all know that's the only thing people are gravitating to when it comes to Cardi. Being popular and her her personality. So y'all can't get mad at that. Because I'm going to speak on it. And I think a lot of people need to speak on it. And not think about the fact that you might hurt somebody's feelings. Or somebody might feel some type way because, oh, it's, it's a hate campaign. No, it's not a hate campaign. It's just speaking facts. And with Cardi's situation, she's been like set to this standard where people feel like she's become an artist. No, she's still an entertainer. And she's getting on social media mad at a whole fan base because they're saying that her tickets were like $6 and she was canceling shows and stuff. Now, come on, Cardi. How could you get on Twitter, make a whole video on the phone with your booking agent explaining to him while well, letting him explain to you what um, gigs you got coming up next and then all of a sudden get mad talking about, nah, because I don't like how people be playing me. Talking about, um, my shows with been only $6 and all the, really? What artist out here you know does something like that? And y'all wonder why I keep calling her an entertainer. Y'all wonder why she fits right in this category of being popular. Because she do stupid stuff like that. If you mad, put it in your music. But I don't expect you to put in your music that you beefing with a whole fan base. And you mad at the fact that they're saying that your tickets were $6. Like, come on. That's childish. Grow up. Because half of these fan bases out here, y'all got to understand that some of us are like anywhere from like 20 on up. Then you got the ones that's younger than us, that's like 14 to like 17. So you don't know what age limit you fussing with. But at the end of the day, Cardi is probably anywhere from like 27, 28, somewhere in that range. Ignore these fan bases. Give us music and keep it moving. Everybody gonna gravitate to Cardi music anyway because she makes turn up music. Niggas always wanting to turn up. That's nothing new. So, with that being said, either give us music, stop beefing with a fan base, and quit having to put up a video every time something happens, or people just gonna dispose of you. And it's like it's really annoying, but eventually she's gonna either self destruct. Or she going to get her stuff together and keep it moving. Then she going to keep getting mad at the fact that people saying that she don't write. But what she don't understand is that she's the reason why people say that she don't write. Because she came out her mouth and said that she don't write 100% of her stuff. Then she make it seem like she do write her stuff. But she might help out with a hook or something. Like, come on, Cardi. You done gave us like three or four different lies when it came to asking you the question, do you write your music? Then all of a sudden, you done win the Grammy. And people, all of a sudden, they switch in that on your albums and stuff, or the songs that you get on, that you're the only writer. Come on. Now, the day that I would believe that you're a writer... Is if you actually record yourself sitting down, writing a song, I don't care if you blur out what you wrote. Put the camera over the notebook paper and show me just how much you wrote. And I want it to be the whole song because this is getting ridiculous. Like y'all are allowing people into the hip hop industry who don't write their raps. But they become popular and y'all try to compare them to people like Jay-Z, Nicki, Kendrick. Like, y'all can't do that. These people are at a higher standard because they write their music. You cannot sit here and put this put Cardi up against Nicki and expect for the fan bases not to be at each other's necks. They're going to be at each other's necks because... Y'all keep doing stupid stuff. That's like... I don't see nobody coming out here saying... Oh, well, let me... Let me compare Jay-Z and Lil Uzi. Y'all don't do that. I don't see y'all comparing Eminem and Logic. I don't see y'all comparing... um, who, who Lil Pump and J. Cole... I don't see y'all comparing Lil Wayne and Lil Yachty. Like, let it go. Stop comparing these artists who are at the bottom of the totem pole to artists who's at the top of the totem pole, who didn't pave the way for the people at the bottom of the totem pole, and the ones at the bottom of the totem pole who sound like the people at the top of the, the totem pole. Stop comparing them to these people. Y'all need to let that go. Um, but yeah, you know, I had to talk about that because I think that it, it, it needed to be done. And I think a lot of these hip hop heads who, or artists that's already in the game who are gatekeepers for hip hop, they need to go ahead and set this wave straight. Like I want artists like Kendrick, J Cole, Nikki. Um, Drake gonna hop on anyway If it don't freaking matter Cause he gonna wanna You know Keep his name alive And you know I like Drake Still listening to all his old stuff And new stuff But y'all know how Drake is He gonna jump on every single wave To keep his name in the game Um I want Lil Wayne Jay Z Kanye Um You know All the, the The artists at the top I want them to hop on this whole trap wave, this turn up wave, and I want them to make turn up music, make trap music, show the ones that's making this music now that y'all can adapt to anything when it comes to the culture, do it better than them so that it'll make them step their game up and y'all can reshift this wave. Back to the music that we want. We need the wave back to its original state. And that's being. Giving us classics. Writing your own raps. Giving us bars that gonna make us sit down. And think about what you said. But also give us fun bars. Where it's just like okay. You know I'ma just free ride. Or you know free play on this beat. Freestyle here and there. i am still give y'all something to bop to. But I'm also gonna still make y'all think. Like. Get us back to that original state. Because I'm tired of this whole trap wave. I'm tired of people doing the bare minimum and being held to a higher standard than the people that's been in the game more than 10 years. And, it, like, it's, it's just getting too much and it's getting annoying. Somebody got, to, somebody got to be the change. Somebody got to make a change. Somebody just going to have to do something because I'm tired of it. I'm just tired of it all. Um, But yeah, that's all I was going to speak about on the hip-hop side of things. Because, you know, not too much stuff was happening. You know, a couple of people dropped some um, albums or EP. Um, Kiana Lede, I think that's how you say her name. She just dropped the EP. I listened to that today, and it was was pretty dope. Um, I think the song... There was like a couple on there... That I really like. Of course I like X. Because that was out for a little minute now. Um, the song that she had with Offset. It was good. Offset. He did okay. Um, but I want that song to be a remix. With somebody else. Not saying that he did horrible. But I, to me. When you hear an artist on a certain song. And you be like. Hmm. I didn't, I wouldn't have put them two together. And then when you listen to it, it's like, I don't think that this sound is really him. That's what I felt when I listened to it. So I want that song to be a replay. Um, I think it's called Bouncing. I think that's what it is. But y'all go check that EP out. It's, you know, it's pretty good. Um, I'm waiting on the album from her. Um, Future dropped the EP. I haven't listened to it yet, but I've been seeing people give reviews on it and it wasn't that hot. And me personally, I think that Future has lost his touch. Future wasn't the same. He cha- totally changed after he um him and Sierra break up. And in my opinion, his last good two albums was Future and Hendrix. That's just me. Some may think his later albums, they were dope. But to me, no. Future, that whole... Sound Or image that he had before This breakup with Sierra That's when he was in his prime And he was killing it Now it's just like hit or miss I haven't listened to it yet Eventually I will But yeah That's enough on future Um Yeah Them the only two albums that I really Paid attention to that I see that dropped Um It's a couple of more, but right now it's not coming to me. But yeah, that's enough on the hip-hop side of things. Now, I'm going to talk about this for a little minute. And it's a touchy subject, so I'm not going to get too deep into it. Because one, I don't want to say the wrong thing. And two, I don't want to make it seem like I'm not being um, respectful of people's views or how they feel about it. So I'm not going to be on it too long. But I noticed that not a lot of people are talking about this situation with Albert Wilson. Now, this happened like probably six to eight months ago. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all are familiar with it. But um, Albert Wilson, he was 20 years old at the time. The black guy who was at a party um with this white girl. I think she was like 17 at the time. And, you know... Of course you at a party You're going to do what you do You're going to drink You're going to have a good time Whatever And they were on the dance floor together And Some um, They started making out You know Hands Been Touchy feely You know All of that So then It was said Back When it first happened That he took the girl To His apartment And rape her And you know He was on trial Or whatever Well, I want to say today, make either four or five days ago. He was sentenced, wrongfully accused of rape and sentenced to 12 years, lifetime probation. And he had to be registered as a sex offender. Now, I went and read that article. And I think that it's a bunch of bull crap. This black man being wrongfully accused of rape and y'all gave him 12 years a lifetime of probation and he got to be registered as a sex offender this man record was clean he was on a good path in college you know doing everything and he even had witnesses who was in court with him giving their piece on who he was as a person and he kept asking the judge you know Basically, let me get off because I didn't do anything and the judge kept denying it. And then when they did his trial and the jury was nothing but women, what make y'all think this boy about to get off? Now, a lot of people be like, well, let's not make it a race thing. No, we're going to make it a race thing because that's exactly what it is. If it wasn't a race thing, then you would look at everybody That's of color You would look at them the same As if they were white You would look at them the same If they were Asian Any other ethnic race Any Y'all would look at them the same And y'all didn't in this situation Because if y'all did Why did Brock Turner Who was caught in the sexual act He could face up to 14 years in prison But he was only Sentenced for 6 months But he only did three months because of good behavior. Make it make sense. That makes no sense to me at all. Somebody who was caught in the sexual act. And must I remind you, Brock Turner, yes, he's white. But he's caught in the sexual act. And y'all pretty much said that he was facing up to 14 years Only gave him six, but he only did three. In freaking county jail. But y'all sending a black man who was wrongfully accused of rape to prison for 12 years, got to be registered as a sex offender and a lifetime um, probation. That makes no sense. Not only that, during the trial, they, um, you know, of course, they had cameras. So they looked back at the footage and the girl well let's go back a little bit first of all the bar that they got into the girl used a fake id to get in now this is just me but my point is if y'all gonna wrongfully accuse this man of rape and y'all got all the evidence showing that he didn't do any of the things that he was accused of why aren't y'all going back to this girl and trying to figure out first of all why do you have a fake id second who let you into this club Y'all need to go back and get all the stuff that she did wrong and could be charged or given a fine for whatever the case is. She needs to be punished as well because y'all sit here and gave him 12 years for doing nothing, but she out here committing crimes that if a black person had did that, what she did, they would have got locked up too. Over showing a fake ID and getting into that club. And not only that, if it was a white person and a black girl, they would have looked at that girl for lying and they probably would have want to lock her up for lying. Let's just keep it a buck. Because y'all know that if it was a black girl in this situation, Number one, they wouldn't even be talking about it. They would try to point the finger at her and make it seem like it was okay for the white boy to do it. No. So, when I read over the the reports or whatever you know that was out there basically, like I said, she got into the club with the fake ID. Then she claimed that she was already intoxicated before she got there. All the, I'ma just say allegedly. Because this was out there. But I don't want nobody coming out here saying, Oh, you gave the wrong information. So allegedly. She said that and this is what she claimed. She was intoxicated before she got there. He they was out on the dance floor. They was making out, allegedly. He put his hand up her skirt or whatever the case was, allegedly. Took her back to her to his apartment. But she was stumbling the whole time she was going to the apartment. Telling him, no, I don't think that we could, you know, I don't think that we could do this. I don't think that we should go back, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Allegedly. They got to the apartment. And five minutes later, which showed up on the camera. They got into the apartment. Five minutes later, they came out. Then... I'm guess I think after that, they went back to the party or wherever they was, wherever they went after that. Now, she got to the hospital because she claimed, he, t- he took her back to her friends, allegedly. And she told her friends that she was raped. So, they took her to the hospital to get tests ran. The test came back negative. They didn't find no semen, no nothing. Okay. So, if y'all didn't find none of that... And y'all got proof on the surveillance footage that not only did she claim she was stumbling, but she wasn't stumbling on the footage. Why did y'all lock this boy up? Why do y'all have to register him as a sex offender? Why do he have a lifetime of probation? Somebody got some explaining to do. All of this was lies that she said. Yeah, because he's black and because the, six, the system is jacked up Y'all going to get this man 12 years. And a lot of people is dealing with this type of situation now. Now I what no fly on the wall. And I ain't God. So I don't see everything. But I'm going to see what comes to the surface. And I'm going to dig deeper. And I'm going to do my research on my own. Because sometimes people will put up headlines. And people will read the headlines. And they'll try to assume off their headlines what it, what it really is saying. But y'all got to read sometimes because sometimes when you read, that headline going to spark controversy. That's what it's for anyway. But if you don't read, then you can't give your full point of view on it. All you can do is assume. So that's why I went and read it. Because I remember when the situation happened and then it died. And then all of a sudden, I kept hearing it on the radio at work last week. And I was like, you know what? I need to read up on that situation because I had forgot about it. And now all of a sudden, they done sentenced this boy to 12 years. And it's like, okay, y'all take these 12 years. And what if this girl come back and be like, you know what? I lied about the whole situation. Then what? Y'all can't give this man the 12 years he lost back and then they're going to want to pay him money for the years that he lost on his life. Money can't bring them years back. And money don't always bring happiness. Because me personally, I don't want to give a fade on everybody that been at that jury and the um judge. Because now y'all done played in my face. This ju- this um, justice system is so jacked up. And it's always been in shambles. It ain't going to never change. And black people, number one, I'm going to just go ahead and say this. I ain't racist. But I'm specifically speaking to my black people. Mixed people as well. Y'all stay protected and safe out here in these streets. Because if anything happened to y'all, the system is not going to care. They're going to look at the fact that you black and they're going to throw you straight in the slammer. And that's because they don't like the fact that black people is actually taking over the world. They don't like the fact that black people are smart and all the white people are getting their ideas and stuff from the black people and taking full credit. That's why they constantly locking black people up. Let's just keep it real. Y'all know that's what it is. And if you sit back and you look at different stuff, you'll be like, you know what? They don't like that because a black person did it. And I'ma jump back in the hip hop side of things. Um with what's the boy? Lil' Nas with the old time road, old time road um with Billy Ray Cyrus. Look how Wrangler Jeans act when he um when he did that endorsement with them. Oh, we not buying Wrangler Jeans no more. How he going to throw up a, a hip-hop song in the country field and all the blah, blah, blah. How you going to get mad at this man because he making a business move? It's all part of his marketing scheme. You can't get mad at him, but y'all mad because he a black man who did it. And y'all don't like the fact that Billy Ray Cyrus is taking up for him. Why y'all so racist? And being racist, that's something that's taught. You ain't born with that. That's something that's taught, and y'all need to get over that. They they got mad cause this boy signed this endorsement with Wrangler, and for what? Y'all can still wear y'all little Wranglers at y'all little weddings with your cowboy boots and your blazer at the top. Ain't nobody stopping y'all, but don't try to knock this man hustle because he black. And he made a smart move and y'all don't like the fact that he's jumping on the country charts, but doing hip hop, you know, like a hip hop fuse and he's black. Don't do that because half of these country singers be coming to the hip hop side, taking stuff from them and taking it back to their culture and hitting the charts on it, making money off of it. So don't do that. This is a business. You got to know how to run it and you got to know how to maneuver through it. Make it smart business moves, smart business plans going above and beyond to make sure that you yourself eat. So don't come at the black people. And I'm still on this whole Albert Wilson situation because it makes no sense to me. And a lot of people, they need to speak up about this. They need to talk about this. I'm not that type of person that's doing this whole Acting like I'm woke or something Because I'm not woke I'm going to tell you right now Half of the time I be asleep because I don't be caring And I ain't even about to call myself woke Because I know I'm not woke But I got common sense And I know when something ain't right It ain't right And if that what I feel in my spirit That something ain't right Guess what I'm going to speak on it And ain't nobody going to stop me so with this whole Albert Wilson situation, y'all speak up. And for black people out there, y'all be safe. Don't let nobody try to tell you what you did wrong or how you wrong in any situation. Know y'all um know y'all rights, know y'all worth, and stay out the way cuz these people trying to take us out one by one. And if y'all don't believe me, go look at that video. I can't remember the lady name for nothing. I always forget her name, but it's the white lady. She be teaching those classes. When it um she be teaching classes on um subjects about how white people basically are against black people. And I'm sure a lot of y'all know who I'm talking about. She on YouTube. But look at that video about um her speaking on the fact that black people or black women getting pregnant and you know how the white people is trying to like stop well with the whole abortion thing just go watch that video y'all y'all see exactly what i'm talking about black people smart y'all stay smart and y'all stay out the way but um you know that's all i was gonna speak on today because, like I said, you know, not too much stuff was happening that I saw. Because nine times out of ten, if I speak on anything, it's because I saw it on Twitter or if I heard it on the radio at work. I don't really go looking for stuff because half the time I be tired from work. <laughs> Just to keep it real. But, um, yeah, that's all I was going to speak on today. And um, I want to thank y'all again for listening to another episode of Delo Speaks.